Paradigms on WBKM. This is episode number 113, Sunday, April 15th, 
Welcome to another episode of Paradigms here on WBKM in Burlington, Vermont. My name is Baruch. I'm your host, and I'm always happy to be here with you on Sunday nights, bringing you inspired, inspiring people, people making a difference, people with visions of a viable future for life on Earth, all kinds of interesting stuff. Tonight's show focuses on a law that's being proposed in the state of Vermont and in some other states, which would require foods containing genetically modified organisms as some of their ingredients to be listed as such. It's controversial. Uh, The main controversy is that a very large uh, for-profit corporations like Monsanto don't want things labeled because they think people won't buy them, which is true. People probably won't buy them because they're actually not good for you. Earlier this week, I went to a rally at the Vermont State House in Montpelier, and I recorded some interviews and some of the speakers, and I'll be bringing that to you tonight along with music, as usual. So I hope you enjoy. Check out the Paradigms website, paradigms.bz. There will be some links there with more information about GMOs, about these laws. Uh, I know that California has a ballot initiative coming up later this year to require GMOs 
to be labeled. So this issue is really moving forward in the United States. We're behind other countries in this. Uh, a number of countries have banned GMOs, including uh, European countries, and require labeling. So uh, we're still playing catch-up here in the United States in terms of the ethics around this. But if we keep going, we'll get there. The song you just heard is Derek Jordan's Let the Buyer Beware from his Expecting a Miracle CD. And we're going to get into uh, first an interview I did with Dave Rogers from the Natural Organic Farmers Association, the Vermont chapter, before we get into the rally stuff. So here's the first part of my conversation with Dave Rogers from NOFA. I'm Dave Rogers, policy advisor with the Northeast Organic Farming Association of Vermont. Dave, can you give us a, a quick version of what's going on with the bill in the Vermont legislature that would require labeling of genetically modified organisms? Well, the bill requires the labeling of foods that have been made using genetic engineering. So that would be uh, crops that have been genetically engineered and uh, turned into ingredients that are found in 70 to 80 percent of processed packaged foods in this country. And uh, NOFA has taken a stand in favor of this labeling law. Can you explain why? Yes. Genetically engineered foods and genetically engineered crops present a number of concerns to lots of, uh, lots of people in Vermont and around the country and around the world. Um, polls repeatedly show that 90% of people uh, in Vermont and elsewhere would like to see labels on these foods. There's been a lot of scientific research over the last 15 years since these crops were first introduced, uh, research that's been done around the world that indicate that there are real possibilities of human health concerns. Those reports, peer-reviewed studies, just keep rolling in. So uh, we should at least know or have a choice, uh, have a chance to make a choice about whether or not we want to purchase these foods based on those that uh, level of uncertainty about their safety. Another factor is the environmental consequences. These crops are uh, designed to uh, resist uh, herbicides, uh, one or more herbicides, and the, the use of herbicides in this country has exploded, creating concerns about residues in the foods and also effects on the environment. These crops are also designed to actually produce their own insecticides. They're genetically engineered so that in every cell of the plant there is an active toxin so that when the plant is eaten by bugs, pests, uh, the pests will die. Unfortunately, these toxins uh, remain in the foods even when processed and, as I say, uh, are found in every cell of those uh, plants. So, And then there are effects on organic agriculture as well. We have a long-standing concern that genetically engineered crops will cross-pollinate with organic crops, causing problems and uh, for organic farmers who must prevent that from happening. They take steps and, and spend money trying to prevent this kind of contamination. So it's a threat to organic agriculture uh, as well. So there are a number of, number of reasons why we have taken this position. It sounds pretty scary and like it's a really reasonable thing to be extremely cautious. Yes. You know, in, in, in the absence of leadership uh, at the federal level, you know, it falls to the states, which are often the innovators and the most responsive to citizens' concerns. Uh, it's, uh, it's up to us to uh, be cautious, to, uh, to make sure that uh, 
you know, we're taking steps to protect ourselves. So, you know, ideally this would happen at the federal level, and there is, uh, there's been a very active campaign to get the FDA to require labeling. We don't know if that's going to happen. They certainly have had no interest in doing that. So the states have to step up, and we just think Vermont can take the lead on this. Now, Vermont and California are the two states taking the lead, Vermont through legislative process and California through its initiative process. Yes. Then there are similar bills in something like 15 other state legislatures. Wow. So it's really, we're actually beginning to form a national consensus. I think, you know, there's a real sense that enough time has passed, enough evidence has accumulated so that, uh, you know, citizens throughout the country and in these states, and as I said, in Vermont, uh, there's a there's sort of a level of concern now where we just need to do something. It's great to have Dave explaining, you know, really simply what's going on, and uh, have a little more of that conversation coming up in a few minutes. But first, we're going to hear music. Here is a beautiful Sting song performed live at Blues Alley by Eva Cassidy. <laughs>
just forgive and let live for a little while. This old world just stays the same. One man walking up the other man's game. One man greedy, one man not. Well, you can't worship your money and God. Oh, this old world can't stay the same. One man walking up the other man's game. One man's greedy, one man's not. You can't worship your money and God. Maria Muldar from her Yes We Can, the Pro Peace album. Really great album with lots of good people on it. This Old World. You'll check that one out. Here's the second part of my conversation with Dave Rogers. So what's happening in the Vermont legislature regarding this bill? The bill is in the House Agriculture Committee, and the committee has taken extensive testimony from people on all sides of the issue. They've heard from scientific experts, they've heard from food producers, they've heard from farmers, they've heard from citizens, and that testimony continues and it will conclude tomorrow. There's some testimony scheduled during the day, but the big event is tomorrow night, Thursday night, when there'll be a public hearing and we expect hundreds of Vermonters to show up and tell the House Ag Committee that uh, what their concerns are and what they would like them to do. I'm interested also in uh, this latest thing I heard, which is that Monsanto is threatening to sue the state of Vermont if the state passes this law. Well, there was some discussion in the committee about a conversation that an attorney in the legislature, uh, an attorney who works for the legislature, uh, a conversation he had with an attorney that represents the biotech industry, and uh, this uh, biotech lawyer um, is not a person who works directly for Monsanto, but nevertheless represents the biotech industry of which Monsanto is the major player. This individual said that if the Vermont bill passed, the uh, industry would be ready to sue the state. So it wasn't a direct threat. It was, you know, they, they would probably feel like uh, they would uh, go ahead uh, with a suit. What are your thoughts about that? Well, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, that uh, the biotech industry has a history of suing people who they feel are crossing them. You know, when Vermont passed the RBGH labeling bill back in the early 90s, the state was sued by the biotech industry uh, in Monsanto and was taken to court, and we lost that case. The reason that case was lost was because the federal judge felt that um, the, the bill, the law that Vermont had passed, was based on, as the, as the court stated it, mere consumer curiosity. So uh, the judge found that curiosity and a simple right to know based on that curiosity was not uh, constitutional. So that was thrown out. It cost the state a fair amount of money. Uh, the state is a bit gun-shy because it has lost some other high-profile uh, cases in federal court in recent years, most recently Vermont Yankee, 
So there's a bit of a reticence on the part of the state to, uh, you know, jump into the fray on this. The case, the, the points we've made with the legislature, and and this has been supported by legal analysis as well, is that this bill and uh, with respect to genetically engineered foods, this goes way beyond mere consumer curiosity. In fact, there are compelling state interests in providing consumers with this information and um, doing so uh, by requiring labeling. And that compelling state interest is what I was referring to before, the fact that there's real uncertainty about health concerns, there are environmental effects, effects on the agricultural economy in this state. And so this all adds up to a much stronger case in federal court. And we've been trying to make the case as strongly as we can that this is a bill that is defensible. This would be a law that uh, would be constitutional and uh, we would be able to defend it successfully in federal court. Uh, I have to correct something I said just a moment ago. It was the, uh, I think it was the International Dairy Foods Association that took us to court on that RBGH case. So it wasn't specifically Monsanto. So I want to correct that. I'm noticing how Vermont keeps trying to represent the best interests of its citizens and being sued by large corporations who do not have the best interests of the citizens at heart, and those corporations win in federal court. This is a disturbing trend. And well, as you said, you know, Vermont is trying to represent its citizens. Uh, the, the, the interests of citizens run up against corporate interests all the time, and increasingly so, as corporations sort of, uh, you know, carry the big bats in this economy and in this society and in politics. Uh, and we're basically uh, battling some very well-entrenched and powerful uh, interests in this country. Uh, we're doing it here with respect to genetic engineering, but the same could be said about about lots of things, including health care, of course. Well, thank you for explaining in a nutshell what's going on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. So it's great to have people like Dave out there advocating for ethical laws and educating people about some of the dangers of genetically modified organisms. Thank you, Dave. We've got some stuff coming up from the rally in a little bit, but first we're going to hear some music. This one's called Dancing in the Dirt from Dana Lyons. I can hear your voice across the whole damnation Calling out I'm home So now I think it's time we start the celebration Circuits will be blown until sunrise Guitars and fiddles We'll be jamming all night long With all our friends and family Gathered around the campfire Back in the hills Amongst the trees where we belong I can feel the moment When I see you running Running up to me Open in my arms I'm gonna let you come in Come on home to me Guitars and fiddles will be jamming all night long With all our friends and family gathered around the campfire Back in the hills amongst the trees where we belong Take it!
classic Marvin Gaye, of course, Mercy, Mercy Me, and Dana Lyons before that, Dancing in the Dirt. Here are some interviews with folks I spoke with at the rally on April 12th in Montpelier, Vermont. I'm Peggy Lures, and I'm here to ask that we lay, at least label our foods as having GMOs in them, since they're not good for our health. And because Monsanto has the, the stated goal of controlling the world's food system, and I don't think anybody should be controlling the world's food system, especially not Monsanto, because they've done many, many evil things. I'm Lori Larson, and I'm here... Uh, under the, or near the dome where Ceres is residing on top. Ceres is not holding genetically modified wheat up there. She's holding indigenous wheat. Um, so we should label genetically modified organisms. You know, food is uh, something we need to subsist and we have a right to know what's in it. And we really do. I mean, there's lots of acts that have been passed over the years that say that we do have the right to know what's in our food. So um, Vermont should step forward here and, you know, get this done and be the first and take the lead. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> sure. You're welcome. Well, my name is Ross Conrad and I'm a beekeeper out of Middlebury. And, uh, you know, the bees, as everyone's probably heard by now, are having a tough time, just like all the pollinators. And genetic engineering is part of a plethora of environmental stresses that are affecting pollinators throughout the world. And what happens if we lose the pollinators? Well, since about 70% uh, of all the plants on the planet today require some form of pollination, all the animals and insects and birds and everything that relies on those plants for survival and for clean air and for the water cycles are going to be in trouble. Including us. Well, that can be very Correct. Thank you. If you could just say your name, you gotta come kind of, I'll come closer to you, and just tell me why you're here. Um, because I don't want to eat that stuff, and yeah, I don't want to eat that stuff and food and stuff. How come? Because it just doesn't feel right. Okay. Um, Emma Stever. Thank you. There were about 200 people at the rally. It was really great. I spoke with lots of people, and that's just a few of them. And after the rally, people uh, went into the State House and testified. And we'll hear some of the speakers from that rally in a few minutes, but here's a little more music. JC. And Nats. AN.
Got the world in the palm of my hands. This is my plan. I'ma take it to the top on solid ground. I stand. Negative is relative to enhance the positive. So I'ma stay focused on what I must achieve. I gotta believe that there is hope for me. In this world of chaotic times, who will set us free? I'm learning to shine, taking control of mine. Bringing to the people some good yard vibe. What? Tell Lord for what I need. Chain for the rips or killer for the weed. Dogs at the back door, leave him be. Don't feed him jack, don't wait up for me. Going in the town, Lord. Fuel my fire Shells for the twelve and raise a wire 
dogs at the back door Leave him be Don't you take the dog with him for me So Mark Knopfler, The Hill Farmer's Blues, and before that, Positive Mind from Jimmy Cliff. You're listening to Paradigms on WBKM. My name's Baruch, and here's some more audio from that rally in Montpelier, Vermont, on April 12th. We have a lineup of a little bit of speakers. This is Falco. Falco has been helping the coalition of rural Vermont no for Vermont and VPIRG to bring this bill forward um, and to rally the state of Vermont. So Falco's going to give us a little bit of history about what's been happening. All right. Well, uh, thank you. First, thank you all for coming here. This is great to see so many people out here today. And uh, with these great signs, I know we aren't going to be able to bring a lot of these into the actual House chamber, but uh, it's great to get them out here and just see the support for this bill. Um, as Kat said, my name is Falco Schilling. I'm the Consumer Protection Advocate with Vermont Public Interest Research Group, and I've been working, thank you, <laughs> and uh, we've been working very closely with both rural Vermont and NOFA Vermont in trying to advocate for this bill. Um, it was introduced in very early February, and since then we've heard some really compelling testimony about this bill, about the numerous reasons why people want the right to choose whether or not they're going to be eating these foods and, and be able to make uh, informed choices with their with their wallet and their their food budget. Um, I do want to say that we have people circulating in the crowd here today, uh, just collecting signatures from from people who've come here. We're trying to get an idea of how many people we had out and who is here. So if you're collecting, if you're doing the sign-in sheets, could you raise your hand real quickly? Great. So try and find one of these two people at some point in the night, or or me when they're up there. Uh, find someone with a clipboard. 
We're trying to collect as many signatures uh, as we can, and which also leads me to the fact that we have our VT Right to Know GMOs petition over there on the table. Um, I'm happy to announce that as of today, we have 4,001 Vermonters have signed on saying they want to see. That's great. So 4,001 Vermonters have signed on saying they want to see H722 pass, and they want to know if their food is genetically engineered, and they want to see that food labeled. So that's what I'm going to be telling the committee tonight. And I'm very excited after talking to so many of you about your personal stories and the reasons that you want to see genetically engineered foods labeled. We've been hearing from people all over the world about this issue. We've had people calling us, well, not calling us, but writing us from India and Japan. I got a call just the other day from a man in Bloomington, Indiana, and he was calling us to thank the entire state of Vermont for what we've been doing. Yeah. He wasn't calling to thank me as much as I would have liked that, but he was calling to thank the state of Vermont because the rest of the nation looks at us to take the lead on these progressive issues and to do the right thing. And so the rest of the country is looking at what we're doing here. And I think it's just great that we have such a, a robust turnout tonight. And uh, I'm going to, uh, just before I go, I just want to give you guys just a few ideas of the rules of the road. Um, at 6.15, the, the signature sheet is going to go out in front of the House chamber. And that's where you can sign up uh, if you want to give testimony. Testimony, you got to keep it brief. You have about one minute, so think about your one point you want to get out, get it in your head, and get, get that ready to go. Um, once we're in the House chamber, I'm going to have to, to ask you guys to refrain from cheering and clapping as much as we all might want to, because we're going to try and keep this going as quick as possible, because there's a lot of people who want to talk to the committee and let them know why they want to see these foods labeled. So once we're in there, uh, Carolyn Partridge is the chair of the committee, and it's, it's her room, so please respect her wishes. She's told us that if it, it gets a little out of hand, she's going to have to stop things. So we want to keep this as calm and as, as professional as we can in terms of giving these people the message that we want to see these foods labeled, and we want to see them labeled today. So thank you very much for coming out here, and we got some great speakers to talk to you. Thanks a lot for coming out. I mean, this is, I mean, we've been working on this for a while and all of you have been working on this for a while and we really need to let, uh, yeah, we really need to let uh, the governor and we need to let, let the legislature know that we really want this bill passed in Vermont. We think it should be passed in Vermont first. We were the first state that had a labeling bill that the, uh, the local court struck down and um, here we are still fighting for this like 20 years later. I mean, let's uh, get this passed and we should be the first. We've been working on this for a long time and we have this opportunity here to really speak up tonight, try to be really succinct. The main thing is your right to know what's in your food. I mean, we could all talk about how bad we think genetically modified food is and how the Federal Food and Drug Administration is not defending us. But the important thing is, about this bill is one thing, it's your right to know. And that's what we have to stress tonight. We have to keep saying it over and over again. And I'm gonna suggest uh, in my testimony to them that if Vermont is so afraid of a lawsuit, then we'll get a, a, a legal defense committee together. And we as Vermonters will contribute to that legal defense and we'll fight Monsanto ourselves. All right, great to hear from 
uh, those folks who are at the rally and, and, and learn from the things they're saying. We've got some more of those coming up. But first, we've got another new track from Bonnie Raitt's brand new album, Slipstream. This one's really liking it. I'm listening to it a lot. I hope you'll enjoy it, and I think it fits with tonight's show. This is Bonnie Raitt from her new album, Slipstream, with Down to You.
It's Farmer's Daughter. You can hear the Beach Boys influence in there. Dennis Wilson, I think, uh, was part of creating the harmonies for that. That's Fleetwood Mac, actually, from the early 80s. All right, let's get back to that rally in Montpelier with some more speakers. We have Kai Cochran from the Upper Valley Food Co-op, a champion of What I'm going to do is I'm just going to read to you the testimony that I gave to the uh, House Ag Committee last week as a retailer about labeling of genetic and genetically engineered foods. My name is Kai Cocker and I'm the general manager for education and outreach at the Upper Valley Food Co-op in White River Junction. I have worked at the co-op for 25 years mostly in managerial positions. This year has been named the Year of the Co-ops by the United Nations, largely because co-ops, being owned and run by their community, have shown extraordinary resilience in the face of the recent economic downturn. How do co-ops gain this resiliency? By interacting closely with their community. If something is threatening them, they talk it out with their members and find out how people of their community feel and what they suggest. And then they do what seems best for the community. They support the community. And if times get bad, they know that they can count on the community to back them up and help them out. The community supports them. Why am I talking about co-ops when I'm supposed to be talking about GMOs? Because I have a proposal for the dilemma that I believe confronts you. And remember, I was talking to this committee. You have undoubtedly heard testimony citing the many studies that show that eating GMOs harms the health of humans and animals. You have heard of the revolving door and how many of Monsanto's lawyers have become officials in the FDA and USDA and have thus influenced the regulation of GMOs. You have heard that although the chemical companies have persuaded our federal government to state that GMOs are no different from conventional plants, these same companies have then turned around and patented the seeds, showing that they're different. You have heard plenty of evidence that would persuade you to consider a law for labeling of GMOs, and you would like to do this. But you are being told that if Vermont passes a labeling law, the state will be sued instantly. You aren't happy about a costly lawsuit. I would like to remind you of the support that you would have if the brave state of Vermont were to pass the first GMO labeling law. Like co-ops, like co-ops, you have a community, and it's called the people of Vermont. I know about this community because I am one of them. I have a sign that I brought this morning, um, and, I, and to that committee, I told them I opted not to show it to them because I didn't bring it into the State House. But I didn't bring it for rabble-rousing purposes, but as a historic note, I made this sign over 10 years ago, probably 12 years ago, when we passed a non-binding resolution on GMO labeling in Hartford, Vermont. The sign depicts a can of worms with four worms poking out of it. 
The worms represent allergies, genetic pollution, antibiotic resistant bacteria, and a weakened immune system, all problems of GMOs. Vermont people worked hard in recent years to pass the GMO Seed Labeling Act, and more recently to pass the Farmer Protection Act vetoed by our then governor. I propose that you pass this bill out of committee and pass it into law. If Monsanto sues, so what? There is only one way to fight the money and power of such a corporation, and that's by people power. I guarantee that you would get help with your lawsuit. People are waiting, eager to help. And I want to be the first to contribute five dollars. If you got five dollars from everyone in the state who would like to see GMOs labeled, you would have plenty of money for your lawsuit. All right, let's get back to some music. Here's another real couple of old ones for you. First one's called Harvest.
Alan Price from the Olucky Man soundtrack with Cell Cell and Pure Prairie League from an album they did a long time ago called Two Lane Highway. That one's called Harvest. Here's a couple more speakers from that rally and then some more music, a few more speakers, and then we'll be winding up the show. So hope you're enjoying the music and learning about genetically modified organisms and think about whether or not there's a law being proposed in your state. Your state might be one of the 16 or 17 states that are working on a law, and you might want to get involved in that. Anyway, here's some more folks from that rally. And we now have Jim Minich and Judy Person from Bethel, Vermont, who'd like to share their personal story of how GMOs has affected their life. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Judy Person, and um, I'm one of the lucky ones. When I started getting ill in 2009, to speak up, Judy. Okay. I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> when I started getting ill in 2009, I, with the help of my doctor, was able to trace it directly to GMOs. She would document it. One time it took me two whole weeks to recover from a piece of apple pie containing three GMOs. My whole life has changed, including my social life. I can't just go to a nice restaurant or even a social potluck. I cannot eat any foods unless I know every ingredient. I am surprised when I talk to folks in Vermont and learn that many still never heard of GMOs. They do not know that there are items in their food which destroy their kidneys and liver. They can't understand why they have gut pain and digestive problems. And they are shocked when they try to eat right and end up with some inflammatory disease or cancer. GMOs damage your immune system, as she said. The American Academy of Environmental Medicine in 2009 warned against eating them. Our population is getting sicker. Look no further than GMOs. They must be labeled. People must be given a fair choice. Let's get it done. Our FDA, EPA, and USDA infiltrated by Monsanto no longer serve the people. Thousands have petitioned for labeling, but in return got only more poison foods as salmon and alfalfa. Vermonters, tough and strong, with a, tough and with a strong sense of community, did not overcome the ravages of our ring to now stand idly by and watch our organic seeds and organic farms taken from us. Yeah. That is Monsanto's plan. Everybody should try to read this book. The world according to Monsanto, pollution, corruption in the control of our food supply, and investigation into the world's most controversial company by French woman Marie Monique Robin. It's awesome. It's like taking a course. <laughs> Agent Orange components, the way it's going, will soon be used on crops across America because of the glyphosate, the weeds, the uh, weeds are becoming resistant. So now this evil company wants to start using Agent Orange. In 2006, a verdict against Monsanto read in part that Monsanto's conduct was so outrageous in character and so extreme in degree as to go beyond all possible bounds of decency so as to be regarded as atrocious and utterly intolerable in a civilized society. The citizens of Anniston, Alabama won that ba ba battle, excuse me, so can we and we must. I'm uh, Jim Minnick from Bethel. I'm Judy Mate, and um, we traveled here from Montana to fight GMOs. And that's what we're doing today. I'm going to read you what I'm going to produce at the hearing today. And uh, just to get an idea how things are going to go. We want GMO foods labeled now. 
Without labeling, there is no way to determine which foods are contaminated with poisonous GMOs. Europe requires labeling and even banned GMOs. People will not buy foods with GMOs because they consider them unsafe. Without labeling, the public blindly buys these products unaware of the damages that they can cause. Fraudulent, incompetent, and unscientific studies performed by Monsanto were used to justify the introduction of GMOs in the food chain. This is documented in the book that Judy just showed you, The World According to Monsanto. We must act now to protect our environment, our organic farmers, our diversity of crops, and the health of the Vermont people. Former Monsanto CEO Robert Shapiro, in defense of labeling, stated, and there's a sign that talks about this, so I'll just reiterate it. One can make a reasonable argument that consumers and citizens have a right to know anything they wish to know. It is they who are choosing these products, and it is they who are choosing and judging their governments. It is not my role or Monsanto's role to decide these things. It is society's role to decide those questions after appropriate debate. The problem is outside interference. Monsanto legal beagles are sent out like an army of ants to intimidate local and state governments with lawsuits. Corporations like Monsanto pour millions into political campaigns and an organization named ALEC, A-L-E-C. ALEC is an ultra-right-wing extremist organization with the intent of destroying the democratic processes within our states. That influence has already been felt in Vermont. There are members of our legislature and Senate bodies that are active members of radical ALEC. Vermont has a long history of fighting injustice. Ethan Allen, the Green Mountain boy, repelled New York outsiders allowing Vermont to become a free republic and later the 14th state of the union. This is your legacy, Vermont. We will not tolerate being controlled by outsiders. We are not afraid of a threatened lawsuit. We will fight. It is time for Monsanto to go. Pass the bill. We will remember you at the ballot box. You know, hearing Judy talk firsthand about her experiences with illness related to GMOs, we're going to be hearing a lot more people talking about that if this continues. Uh, if the GMOs continue to be introduced into the food supply and, and contaminate our food. So take heed, and uh, great to hear what they had to say. Here's some music from J.J. Kale. Three. Find my way back to the roads in the garden. I'll find my way back to her sweetheart. I'll find my way back to the roads in the garden. I'll find my way back. Wasting my life Just dreaming away No never again 
will lie in the street. I'll find my way back to the rose in the garden. I'll find my way back to her sweetheart. Wasting my life, just dreaming away. No, never again will I ever stray. Find my way back to the rose in the garden. I'll find my way back. Sweet on.
Right, that was a live one from Abra Moore from one of the Lilith Fair tours, Four Leaf Clover, and Rose in the Garden before that, J.J. Kale. Uh, we've got a couple more speakers now from the GMO Labeling Law Rally at the Vermont State House, April 12th. Very excited uh, that Joel from Farm Aid was there. Let's hear what Joel had to say. You know, the world is watching us, as Falco had said, and we have a representative from Farm Aid here to show their support for what we're doing here in Vermont. Joel, can you come up and give a few words? Hi, I'm Joel Morton. I'm the farm advocate for Farm Aid. On behalf of Farm Aid, uh, it's President Willie Nelson, it's artist board members Neil Young, John Mellencamp, and Dave Matthews, all of our staff, all of the people that we work with around the country, the farm organizations, the farmers, the families, and the people of Vermont, well, we want to say thank you. The world is watching. I happen to be from Iowa, and as you may know, Iowa's countryside has been devastated over the last 30 or 40 years. One of the fundamental reasons is, is the uh, introduction of, of uh, genetic engineering into the food system. Farmers compelled to buy the seeds. Organic farmers' fields are contaminated. Uh, these things are happening all over the country. Uh, another book, by the way, I'd like to uh, recommend another book, uh, Claire Hope Cumming, Cummins. Some of you, I'm sure, have read this book called Uncertain Peril. Uh, it is a really excellent book on the history of the development of genetic engineering for food and agriculture. It gives real insight on, uh, on uh, how this has happened. From it, you learn that uh, the companies that are developing uh, uh, G uh, GMOs have very little to do with food. They have, very, they have no real interest in, uh, in uh, what we are eating. Of course, the whole idea is to make money. We know as well that uh, there's a revolving door between the federal government and uh, the large uh, companies such as Monsanto so that it is uh, executives from those companies that are dictating policy about our food. <clears throat> Examples like yours tell the rest of us what we can do to alter the system, to take our food system back. Uh, we are watching. Vermont is a model for what the rest of the country can do, and uh, we support you even if Monsanto comes in with its own lawsuit against the state of Vermont, we will be supporting you. Thanks very much. Thank you, Joel. We now have Rob Kidd from Rural Vermont, who's got a few words to say to you, and then I'll come up and follow up with any last-minute stuff before we head into the house to fill it. Okay, I am just going to make it very short. I have a very few words to say. Just a reminder, you have one minute to speak within the hearing, so please make your remarks short and sweet. The legislators generally are supportive of us, and they will do the right thing if enough of us are clear about what we want to see. We want to see H722, your right to know, pass. So how many of you here eat? 
<laughs> oh yeah, everybody. How many here wants to know what's in their food? Oh yeah, good, good. Well, Rural Vermont, we like to see that you not only know your farmer, but what you know is in your food. But unfortunately, we have too many of these large corporations squelching the debate in the state house, squelching the debate in the courts. But what's more important is people power. You all out here are what's going to drive this movement to drive the state house to pass H722. So make sure we all stay together because it will take all of us together to join up to take over Monsanto, to make sure they don't tell us what's in our food. We have the right here. You have the right to know. So stand with us and be strong. Thank you. All right, well, it was really inspiring to be at this rally and to see so many people. You know, Vermont is a small state. We're not heavily populated. So when 200 people show up for a rally at the state house, that's you know, as if 10,000 people showed up in other places. It's, it represents a significant amount of the population. And this issue about labeling genetically modified organisms in our food is really critical because if we don't, and if we continue to have our food supply contaminated by these poisons, it's not going to be good. The rest of the world's figured it out, and the United States is lagging behind. We need to get with it. So... Glad you were with us tonight on Paradigms, and hope this was interesting to you. I'm going to head out with a song from Ross Gabriel from an album called The Forward Message, and you can figure out the name of this song pretty easily. Have a great week. Stay tuned for the Sunday Night Crush. We'll see you next time, and uh, be well. Happy spring. Now this one's picked up, big shot, full What kind of food am I put on the table? They'll never tell you they're on the label. They slice the animal gene with vegetable. Experimenting for naughty people. I want to take them a run through evil. So we go sing on to all the people. Now go bring the biopharmaceutical into the ring of life's big circle. It must be the seeds sent by Monsanto. Contaminating all the crops grown around you. And then them say to the farmer, we can sue you. And farmer say, hey, we never, never knew you. Set up shop down the block with your genetic crop Now your crop, now your crop, let your crop have his up Too big a problem for the broom and the mop Too big a problem for the broom and the mop No, me don't want no GMO Me don't want no cow tomato Sing say no, me don't want no GMO Me don't want no big potato No, me don't want no GMO Me don't want no seedless avo Sing say no, me don't want no GMO Me don't want no fluorescent taro I'm too big, curious, take your food serious How it grow, you never know them, keep it mysterious Food in supermarket make you feel delirious Too much sugar and artificial ingredients Whole heap of people, them are still oblivious To the food program, they are giving us Past restriction, them always go blind They wonder what kind of stride them go ride They put the pesticide right inside Genetically modified Tomorrow, them sacrifice To make the money for them narrow minds Don't they know the best food has natural vibes Not from test tube and mass supply To mess with nature is just not right To mess with nature is just not right Rasta man go chant it tonight Oh, me don't want no GMO Me don't want no cow tomato Sing, say, 
GMO. We don't want no big potato. No, we don't want no GMO. We don't want no seedless avo. No, we don't want no GMO. We don't want no fluorescent taro. What kind of food am I put on the table? They'll never tell you they're on the label. They spice the animal gene with vegetable. Experimenting for naughty people. Oh, what a thing, never run so evil. So we go sing unto all the people. Now go bring the biopharmaceutical into the ring of life's big circle. If I receive, said by Monsanto, contaminating all the crops grown around you. And then they'll say to the farmer, we can sue you. And farmer say, hey, we never, never knew you. Set up shop down the block with your genetic crop. Now you crop, yes, you crop, yes, you crop, happy flop. Too big a problem for the broom and the mop. Too big a problem for the broom and the mop. No, we don't want no GMO. We don't want no cow tomato. You've been listening to Paradigms on WBKM.org.